0: Hello, Mark. Hello, Jeff. All righty. We are here today talking about the Citizens' Election Fund, otherwise known as Public Campaign Financing. Help us, if you would, unravel it a little bit. It's been around for about 13 years. It came out in response to something, right? It did indeed. This came about in
1: reaction to the resignation of Governor John Rowland in 2004 when he was facing the twin threats of impeachment, and a federal corruption investigation. Jody Rell succeeded him as governor, and Governor Rell wished to make a strong break with Governor Rowland. Her idea was to ban state contractors and lobbyists from contributing to state campaigns, and she also proposed restricting political action committee contributions. Now, the Democrats countered and said, well actually what we need is public financing for campaigns. And they went back and forth. uh, And finally, there was a compromise, and they came up with the Citizens' Election Program, which is not unique in the United States, but it is one of the more far-reaching public financing programs.
0: Was the goal then still to keep contractor money out of the election cycle? That was one of the goals.
1: So at the time, you had legislators who came to Hartford Uh, who were fairly beholden to lobbyists for financing. And they also were quite beholden to their leadership Mm. uh, who would help them raise money. And one of the key reforms in the citizens election program is it requires you to raise money in your districts to qualify for these public grants, uh, you have to raise money in small amounts, anywhere between $5 to $100 as the, as the program was originally done. It, it The top limit was recently raised to $250. But and how much you have to raise depends on what
0: office you're running absolutely.
1: for. Absolutely. So if you're running for governor, you have to raise $250,000 in qualifying contributions. Uh, and if you're running for the state legislature, it's uh, 5100 Hard to do? Uh, as it turned out, it's, uh, it's, it's the Goldilocks amount. It seems to be just right. Uh, the participation rate uh, in the legislature for contested competitive races is close to
0: 100%. What are candidates who have gotten the money in the past What have they thought about the amount that they actually end up getting? Is it it sufficient to run a campaign? Is it sufficient to run a campaign, say, against a candidate who is not participating and is either self-funding or just going going it alone? So we have a limited track record. The
1: first statewide election cycle where this took effect was 2010. And in 2010, Governor Malloy was the first candidate to uh, be publicly financed in a gubernatorial race. And it was interesting that year. He was up against a self-funder, uh, Ned Lamont in the primary, who outspent him, uh, but uh, Malloy won the primary. And then Malloy, in the general election was up against another self-funder, Republican Tom Foley. He was outspent, but he won. So I think the takeaway in those races was you don't have to have the most money, But there's there's a sweet spot of how much money you need to get your message out and to compete.
0: Has this program, uh, all of its warts included, lived up to the ideal that legislators uh, had in mind when it was enacted? No,
1: I don't believe so. Um, There's a lot of criticism of the program. Some of it is well-placed criticism of how the legislature has uh, inserted certain loopholes into this program. So the legislature, for fear of being swamped by outside spending, has uh, loosened what were fairly tight limits on what a candidate participating in the program could spend. The state parties, for example, can funnel a fair amount of money into these races. And that does somewhat defeat uh, one of the purposes of this.
0: It's never a good thing when we talk about elections and funneling money.
1: No, and in fact, the uh, the Democrats got in a, a fair amount of trouble. There was a complaint filed against the Democrats and Governor Malloy in the 2014 race because there was a lot of state contractor money that went into the state party. Much of it was spent in support of Governor Malloy's reelection. the uh, The result was the Democratic Party paid a record penalty of $325,000 to mm. settle that complaint. The previous record had been 20,000, so it was it was a big deal.
0: All righty, Mark Pasniokis covers politics and the state capital, state capital and all other kinds of things for the Connecticut Mirror. He's kind enough to join us for extra credit. Thanks, Mark. My pleasure.